Hey everybody, welcome back. It's Cutie Chat Podcast. This is Mary. And this is Daryl. And this is your one-stop shop for all things quarantine talk. We talk about current affairs, we talk about what's going on with politics, what movies we're watching, what we're doing, what we're observing, things that's happening in the country and throughout the world. We try to also offer some laughs, some humor, some motivation, inspiration, and everything in between. So thanks for joining us for our, our next episode. I know it's been a while since we have recorded. We've been a little busy, but we're excited to be back in the studio. And today we're going to talk about dun, 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 Christmas 2020. So Daryl, I'm going to let you kick this off and then we'll just get into it. So... This Christmas will be unlike any other Christmas because we're in a pandemic. Uh, so far, it's looking like it's going to be similar to Thanksgiving and that they're advising people to not travel as, as you would most years and to continue to social distance. Um, it'll be similar to Thanksgiving, which we also did social, you know, we did a socially distanced Thanksgiving where we dropped off. Uh, food at our loved ones' houses, and we, you know, we had a, a very intimate Thanksgiving here at the house. And so this year we're planning something similar. We got, uh, we started our lights, we got our lights up, and then we're going to get the tree going, and uh, we will, uh, ha- you know, we'll cook some food because that's what we like to do, and then we'll usually we'll have our own thing. Uh, our own sort of Christmas thing here. Um, so, yeah, I believe that's the plans, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think it's safe to say we definitely are both, we feel very blessed that we've made it through this year with everything that's been going on in the world and the country. But it is kind of sobering and a little somber that um, every year is like Christmas is a huge, huge deal for both of our sides of the family. And it's usually, you know, Christmas Eve, we normally would go to Daryl's father's side of the family and we would spend time with that side of the family. And then Christmas morning, we would have breakfast. All of us would come together, have, you know, Christmas breakfast and we would exchange gifts. And in the more recent years, we would just come together for the fellowship. And then we would spend time, you know, with, with my side of the family for Christmas dinner that fo- the evening. And so... um this will be the very first year that we departure from that. And so on one note, it's, it's sad because we have these rituals and traditions and families because you work usually keeps you so busy and obligations that you don't get a chance to come together. So you look forward to these moments when you can come together and spend time for hours on end laughing, talking, eating. And so this year, um, like I said, we definitely still feel very blessed and humbled by the fact that we have a home, that we have, you know, food, and that, you know, like I said, Daryl, like he just said, he, he put lights out on outside, which was really nice. And this weekend, probably coming up, we'll go get a tree and we'll, you know, decorate the tree and, you know, try to, you know, decorate the house and make it really nice. And obviously we'll have some kind of, uh, you know, maybe we'll get up and do a, um, a Christmas breakfast and then we'll have like a light Christmas dinner. And if we do a gift exchange, we will. And if we don't, maybe we'll write letters of adoration towards one another so we can give in some type of fashion. So, yes, it will be the first year that we aren't all coming together. Um, maybe we'll have to do some drive-bys with our masks on um, to see his parents and, you know, to see my younger sister and his, his sister and um, her wife and so maybe that's some stuff that we'll still do uh, we don't know yet but 
Um, it's, it's just, we're just in a different time. The one thing I can say is that I'm hopeful and I'm optimistic that with new leadership in the White House, with people that respect scientists and respect medicine, um, hopefully this time next year, Christmas can <laughs> look very different. <laughs> we can go back to some of the traditions that we're accustomed to and life won't seem so limiting like it has kind of been uh, this, this past year. Yeah, one piece of news that came out this month is that the vaccines from different companies are starting to roll out. So there is hope that next year we can find some way of a new normal, mm -hmm. um, you know, however that looks. Right. Um, but this year, as you said, we can celebrate that we have made it this far. Mm -hmm. And one thing that I remember about Christmas that I like is uh and it's not just about christmas but the christmas season is all the christmas programming that comes on and the some things are not specifically christmas programming but uh there are movies that we watch mm -hmm. around christmas that you know either they, they are related in some way or they're just a tradition mm -hmm. um one such tradition in the Johnson household is that we would watch The Wiz mm -hmm. together and we sing along with the songs, um, not like in an organized fashion, but, um, you know, we, especially because Michael Jackson is the scarecrow <laughs> um, and you can't help but like sing along with him and his song is really good too. <laughs> and, and then there's, you know, Diana Ross is in it too and, uh, Quincy Jones did all the music so it's just a very uh, musical movie and it's something that um, that I will look forward to still watching but um, that that's one thing that um, you know we can probably still watch it in our own homes and but we won't I don't think we're gonna sing along over zoom but um, yeah that's one of the movies that reminds me of Christmas um, do you have any movies Mary Yes, thank you for asking. So, our family, and it's probably because my father is a is an actor. He's retired now. But growing up, one of our traditions is every year um, we would go to the Goodman Theater in downtown Chicago, and we would go and see um, a Charles Dickens Christmas Carol with Tiny Tim and Ebenezer Scrooge, the Christmas past, present, future, all that jazz. And we would get dressed up, and we would go, and my, my dad was in it every year, and so obviously that was kind of cool to see him in it. And even when he stopped being in it, we would still go. And I remember the first year we started dating, we went to go see it. Um, mm -hmm. And so uh, yep. that, that that's something that we did. And so from that perspective, that was like a trip. Or we would go downtown, and I think Carson Peary Scott doesn't do it anymore, but they used to have a Christmas display along State Street. And we would look at that and look at the Christmas tree. Um, and so another tradition that we would do is we would watch a Christmas story with the little boy, Ralphie, and he would lick the pole and his tongue got stuck on the pole or his brother, one, one, some kid. And then he wanted to BB gun and his father brought this really weird lamp that was like a woman's leg. It was strange. And then his family end up eating their Christmas dinner, like in a Chinese restaurant, I think at the end, cause the turkey got burned. But anyway, those are kind of some of the fun family traditions, um, of things that we would do and a movie that we would definitely look forward to watching. I know a f good friend of ours, Mark and Allie Henry, they invited us one year to go see, Oh, it's a wonderful life. It was playing. I think it was free or 
it, it doesn't cost a whole lot. And I think it was our first time actually watching it, right, from beginning to end. And it was such a great movie. We were, like, so happy they included us in their tradition. And we really enjoyed watching it. So maybe that's something we can add to our roster this year and just watch it from home. Yeah, honestly, um, so that's another movie that comes on uh, some channel every Christmas, yes. every year. Um, I never really watched it because it was in black and white. Right. But when we saw it on stage uh, that time, that was the first time that I was able to fully follow it and that it was like in color. And I was able to watch the uh, the television version, the black and white version, and appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. So that, t- that definitely uh, stuck out. And it's like I could understand the story um, <laughs> watching it on, on stage. Um, which is something to be said about theater in general. Like, theater kind of illuminates uh, stories, and it's a really cool way to uh, take in stories. Mm-hmm. So, um, and speaking of, like, one of my other favorites was uh, was Disney's version of A Christmas Carol, where uh, there's, like, Scrooge McDuck, Scrooge, uh, Scrooge <laughs> McQuack, or something like that. Okay. All, the, all the Christmas Carol, Carol characters are uh the the ducktail ducks and then um and tiny tim is like a little mouse or something like that <laughs> there's like a mouse family in there too it's like all the disney characters okay and then uh and then you know there's there's disney characters that take that take uh you know the scrooge character back to christmas past mm-hmm. and christmas present and christmas future mm-hmm. and then he comes back and he's all grateful and everything so yeah um that's another uh you know, favorite. I don't even know. You, you probably have to catch it on Disney Plus now because right, right. everybody has their own streaming service. <laughs> right, right. So. Also, don't forget your another one of your favorites. I saw the play. I remember seeing the play once or twice growing up. Uh, but one of your just quintessential favorite, favorite Christmas things, The Nutcracker. Yeah, <laughs> yes. definitely. Yes. And it looks like Debbie Allen, I don't know if you guys have Netflix, but she has something called a hot chocolate nutcracker, mm-hmm. which is her interpretation of the nutcracker with um, just a diverse group of young people dancing, singing, acting. It's not the traditional nutcracker by any means, but it's reimagined and it's really interesting. It's really nice. And you get a chance to see the backstory leading up to the production, and it's really, really good. I highly recommend if you are a Nutcracker fan or you want to introduce your young ones to the Nutcracker, I would say this would be a definite good uh, good piece of television to, to add to your list uh, over the holiday season. Um, I don't really know if this is a, necessarily a holiday movie, but I definitely, we both like uh, Disney's Fantasia. Definitely. Yes, yes. That is something I remember us watching or putting on in the background during the holidays as well. Yeah, I mean the the music of Fantasia, you know, I think I mean speaking of Nutcracker, I think of Nutcracker and Fantasia because of the uh the spectacular spectacular music in both. And uh Fantasia is definitely like it just kind of is one of those great uh it's a movie but uh, it's the music is what mm-hmm. you really remember of that mo- of of that. Right, <laughs> so, right. yeah, definitely. Very cool. So, this brings us probably to our last most exciting topic. Um, something that we could not wait till Thanksgiving or Christmas to watch, and something that we highly, 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 highly recommend. 
every family, white, black, Latino, Asian, Middle Eastern, doesn't matter. Eight, like, if you like a good movie, if you like good singing or good Christmas songs, and if you like stories about adversity and overcoming and family and love and connection and, and magic and mystery, Daryl, can you give us the honors of telling us what movie that everyone before the end of 2020 needs to definitely watch and add to their roster of holiday traditions. So it's this movie on Netflix called, I gotta let you say it because I know it's your favorite now, <laughs> called Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey. Woohoo! Yes, Jingle Jangle came on Netflix around Thanksgiving, the week before or something like that. And it is a great movie. Yes. That's yeah. all. That's the, that's the top line. <laughs> and we'll tell you why it's a great movie. As Mary said, great storytelling, great singing, great cast. It's a Christmas movie. It's a new story that we haven't seen before. It has magic. It has whimsy. It has math. It has flying. It has everything. So uh, we can dive into it, but... Yes, let's talk about all that. <laughs> I think you honestly kind of covered the bases. I think one thing that's really exciting about this movie for me is that um, you have a black male lead and a female black lead, which often you don't see in Christmas movies. And and, and not taking anything away from anyone because it's a multi-ethnic uh, cast. You will see uh, uh, characters from all nationalities in this movie. But it's, it's a story um, about a black family and um, a black antagonist and just how... Um, and, and I think we probably have seen this before in some themes where you could be really trusting or assuming that everything is going to be fine and then life kind of shows up like, eh. <laughs> and then you have to find your way back. And then it's this beautiful young budding actress, this black girl, and she comes on the scene singing and dancing and smiling and she breathes life back into her grandfather and he is able to discover the magic that was stolen from his heart. And they're both like math whizzes and geniuses. And it just, it feels good when you, when you have a year like 2020, when it's just one thing after the next, after the next, I mean, let's not forget what the foot, the, the, the header of this year was, the, the atrociousness of how everything went down with the Popeye's chicken sandwich and then Kobe <laughs> Bryant dies. Like, that's how this year started. So we started this year off on such a, just a gloomy note and it just kind of just one thing after the next, after the next, after the next. And honestly, um, the black writer director of this movie came in at the right nick of time with a movie like this because it's for anybody's household. If you just need to be lifted up inspired, motivated, if you enjoy fantasy, if you enjoy magic, if you enjoy just 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 feeling good, this is a movie we promise you will make you feel better and get you in the holiday spirit and make you feel hopeful and optimistic about the future. And so if, if this is a movie to kind of, you know, be a footnote to this year, then 
I'm here for it. I would love to see it be nominated for an Oscar, personally. Don't know if that's going to happen, but hey, it definitely blessed me and Daryl and our family. We watch it pretty regularly because even the music is inspir inspi inspirational and, 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 and it's, it's, it's something thematic you can just indoctrinate into your everyday life. You know, the... The square root of impossible is me. I mean, can it just get any more like deep than that? Like that, that just life affirming messaging. And that's the kind of stuff you want to see and we need to hear in the kind of year we've all managed to survive. So highly yeah. recommend it. <laughs> yeah. With all the doom and gloom that the year has brought and the end of the year has sort of like opened up with some hope. Yes. Um, the election gave us hope, yep. gives us hope. And this movie gives us hope. Yes, absolutely. And I would say just there's so much good content coming from black content creators, especially. Yes. It just is like a, it, it's like a wide open field, you know, 21 and, on, and onward. Absolutely. Uh, the storytelling is just that stuff that we've never seen before. Never. And it's like pathos that, everybody can agree with and that mm -hmm. everybody can kind of like find something like to that's a part of them and you know right. you, you typically like to see yourself find yourself in the story right and uh this is a story about you know sort of life taking away your belief and a little child being able to reawaken that yes. belief yes and it it would take a child to reawaken belief because yeah life is pretty messed up <laughs> right, so right. um yeah it's like it's a it's a cool message it's a cool movie it's on Netflix and check it out jingle definitely jingle jangle, jingle jangle. Christmas journey yes and with that all right, guys, thank you so much for joining us today. We hope you enjoyed our Christmas uh, episode. We wish everybody a healthy, a happy, a blessed, Merry Christmas. We also want to acknowledge that, first and foremost, that Christmas is the birth of Jesus and that we celebrate the birth of Jesus. We also celebrate the fact that Jesus is our Savior and we give all honor, glory, and praise. We hope that everybody has a wonderful holiday season. And thanks so much. Check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook. And I think that's a wrap. Have a great new year, everybody. Happy 2021. Have a great new year, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>